The Customer's Tea with CEO, author, international speaker, and your host, Cheryl Mays. Welcome. So welcome to The Customer's Tea. I am always so excited to be able to bring to you a guest today that is going to share, or shall I say, spill the tea. They're going to talk about their experience and what impressed them so much that either they wanted to share it or it was just the worst experience ever. And they really want your business to know how you can be better and how you can look at it from the customer's point of view. And so I am excited to introduce our guest today is Dr. Jackie Black. And Dr. Jackie Black is known as the relationship guru. So she will actually, she works with individuals that allows them to be better in relationships of all kinds. And so Dr. Jackie, tell us a little bit more about that, about the relationships that you help and how you help people. Thank you, Cheryl. And it's so great to be here with you today. So I am actually um, a marriage educator and a board certified coach to couples. And I work with couples. You know, most people uh, really never learned how to relate to each other as partners. And there are couple specific skills, tools, and strategies that couples can use to make sense out of all of the things that go on between them as partners. And that's what I love to do. So my mission is to actually touch many, many couples, as many couples as I can, because I think that our relationships, our romantic relationships, our committed relationships are the centerpiece of our life for so many people. You know, I love that because there is often times where you just need someone right? You need someone on the outside to take a look in and kind of show you some areas, you know, areas for improvement, areas of strengths, things that you are doing well. But what I love about what you're doing here today, Dr. Jackie, is you are here as a customer. You are here as a customer to actually spill your experience. And so you have had an opportunity to have a really great experience. And then you've had not such a great experience. So let us start with the great experience first, which is, um, it entails an online ladies clothing store. Yes. So share with us about that. So I I did some shopping, uh, quite a lot of shopping actually. And uh, there was a 40% off code, 40 in caps. And uh, I got all through the shopping process and I hit buy or pay or purchase whatever that button was and it did what it did and it said your your transaction is successful and it hit me that i had completely forgotten to enter the code for the 40 percent off oh no that's huge 40 percent for yes so i freaked out a little bit and i called right away and they said they were very sorry but that they didn't have any information on the computer for 20 minutes and could i please call back I said, fine. So I watched the clock and I called back in 20 minutes and I gave her my name and the transaction number. And before I finished my story that I just told you, she said, Dr. Black, I have um, adjusted your bill and given you the 40%. Is there anything else I can do for you today? 
I love it. Before I even finished my story, I was blown away. And I have to tell you something really funny, Cheryl. I did it again yesterday and <laughs> forgot. So I said, well, this is actually good. We'll see if they do it to the exact same experience. Exact same experience. She said, oh, absolutely. She said, that can be tricky. She was very gracious. I said, there's actually nothing tricky about that. You just have to remember. And I had a note by my computer, right? For mm -hmm. So they are who they say they are. They, I mean, they did this two, two times in a row, uh, a year and a half or two years apart. You know, and what I love about what you just said was you called a second time. Now, the second time, I'm going to just assume that you got a different representative. Oh, several years later? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. you mean the next day? Yeah. Well, the, the second time this happened to you, yeah, that you got a different representative, but they were able to do exactly the same thing, which tells you that that's a part of their training. Yes. That is their policy. They don't just say it is. In fact, I don't think they say it is, but that is definitely their policy. Yeah. It was fabulous. And that is such a great experience for you because here you are now sharing about the experience. And when it happened again, you were more confident. I'm sure I would be right. The second time that, Oh no, this can be fixed. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I didn't have 20 minutes. Uh, I was back to back with calls and, and whatnot yesterday. And so I said to myself, it'll probably be okay. I'll call in the morning. So when I got into my office this morning, I called and it was a full 24 hours later. Wow. I love it because that true, that also is about a company's core values. Yes. Right. And that's walking the talk. And, and it's not just oftentimes you hear companies say, you know, we, we uphold the highest standards of customer care and customer service and quality. And then something happens and it's like a 180. You get a totally different response when you call in and you happen to be that person that's going, oh gosh, now I have to call the company. Right, right. So I love that they did exactly what they said that they were going to do. And now how long have you been a, a patron of that business? About nine years. About nine years. And so I'm going to just assume based on how things worked out, that you're going to continue your, your patronage. A absolutely. And I refer them all the time. That's what it's about. That is what it's about. When I talk about the purpose of this platform is to allow businesses to see why customers give referrals, why customers stay with you for the 10, 15, 20 years, why they forgive a bad experience, why all of this happens because of the relationships that you build with those existing customers. So I'll tell you a number of years ago, I ordered a pair of white uh, pants and they came in the plastic and you know, all of that. And they were stained on the front all the way around to the back. And I looked at them and I was first very upset. And then I said, maybe I'll throw them in the washing machine and see what what happened and i did i put them in the washing machine that came out perfectly but i called them and i said i want to let you know what happened and she said send them back we'll send you a fresh pair and i said you know what i washed them they're gorgeous they're fine it's no 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 she said we insist that you send them back and i said i, I don't need to send them back do you know they sent me a new pair 
love it. You know, and I was fine it. with the ones I threw in the wash. I mean, you know, these things happen. You know what happens in work rooms and when there are a lot of people doing a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this falls under the line of let's give them something to talk about because that's an experience. Uh, right. That's an experience that you want to tell your friends, your family, your colleagues. Hey, guess what happened? Right. And just for them to be able to send you another pair, that goes above and beyond satisfactory. Yeah, I was stunned. I did. I told everybody in the world. I, I blogged about it, too. There was a it was an appropriate kind of blog and was able to name names at that time. And uh, yeah, it was fabulous. So they got a lot of press. And that's the benefit. That is one of the benefits. Right. If you want your customers to go on Yelp, to give Google reviews, to go on and write a blog, to do a Facebook post about it, then you've got to uphold the standards that you state that you have. Right. And that's to be, that's to offer quality, quality customer service. And the rewards from that is that you have those loyal customers that become what I like to call brand evangelists. When they go out and they spread the good news. I like that. About your company to everybody that they come in contact with and what it does is it gives you the ability to increase your revenue, increase your sales by doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And, and that's the benefit of having out. referrals. So you don't have to keep putting new people in your funnel. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what happens when all things go well, right? We, we can give these accolades. We can give these kudos to these companies and those magnificent customer care representatives. And then there's the flip side. Right. There's that day when you're like, OK, this just went totally south. And so you've had one of those experiences with an online platform. I did. I also had one last week that if we have time, I'd like to just share uh, as well. So the online platform, I have a, a, a product on the online platform and it's tax time. And they said we need the uh, 1099. I said, okay. So they, they sent me the letter and they said, here's the link and go to the link. And the, the form wouldn't take the number. So, you know, social security or the EIN number, it wouldn't take, it wouldn't take anything. So I emailed and I said, I walked through all of it and did everything and the form won't. So the first email I got back, he said, um, the system doesn't permit us to take numbers. So I emailed back and I said, then why did you send me a 1099 and require it in order to pay me if your system doesn't take numbers? And that's absurd. I suggest you speak to your supervisor or shall I? <laughs> so, I got another, so I got another email back with seven links to those stupid posts that give you information. And then at the bottom, they say, was this helpful? So the posts were not helpful. I didn't even understand mm. what they said. So I sent that email to my, uh, to my virtual assistant, who's way smarter than me. And I said, can you go through this and figure out what this says? So she did. And two days later, she uh, emailed me back and she said, Dr. Jackie, uh, I did everything that you did and got the same result. <laughs> So now I've paid somebody to look at this stupid form. Mm -hmm. So I emailed back and I said, it doesn't work. 
uh, I paid one of my employees to take a look at it. They can't get it to work. Now you can keep my money and I'm moving my product. Because I don't need the money that badly. I'm not going through this. You mean it's wasting so much of my time. My time is worth way more than the $62 they had waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, and so I'm done. You can expect that I will be moving my product. So then I got the supervisor. Oh, no, no. Then I got a last email at, which said, enter the numbers without the spaces and without regard to the boxes. Just enter the numbers. I went back into the form, entered the numbers. Presto. Perfect. For the numbers that you couldn't enter into the system initially because they didn't accept numbers. Right. And then they sent me an email that said, read these seven articles and maybe that'll help you. Mm -hmm. Because I said it was completely unacceptable to require a 1099 and then for the system not to accept numbers. That, you know, here's the other thing about that, too, is that the solution was what they said they couldn't do. Yes. Four emails earlier. And so I sent another email and I said, this is the worst customer service I've ever experienced anywhere. You could have told me this the first time and I'm still moving my school. I'm I'm not I'm really not dealing with a company that's this stupid. So mm-hmm. then I got a supervisor and she said, Did, I've read the emails and I'm so sorry that you had all this problem and have we solved the problem? And is there anything else you need from us? And I said to her, if I keep my product on the, on this platform, if I ever have a problem, I'm coming directly to you. I'm not dealing with anybody else in your company. And she said, please do that. Gave me her private email and her phone number. And so... You know, and that's the that's the downside of this is, is that now when something happens right now, you get to go Well, the, you know, the, the two sides, you get to go to a supervisor, which is if one she's right? still there. Right. And then the other thing is that you have to go to a supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, something that is a training element. It's inconvenient for me to move this whole thing. If it wasn't inconvenient, I'd be doing it. But I have other things that I love to do and that are, are more valuable to me. So I'll leave it. But if I have a single other problem, then color me gone. And here's the other thing, too, is so the several links that they sent you. When you think about a customer, you think about what I'm hearing from you is that time is important. Yes. Right? Time is, time is so vital. Exactly. And so here you have several links that they want you to peruse to find a solution to something. And oftentimes I find when you go into these links, they lead to other links that lead to other links. And now you're in this this black hole of information, none of which is suitable or providing a remedy to the issue that you have. Not only that, the people that write these, these help articles should be people who didn't know how to do the thing they they are writing about, learned how to do it, and then they write the article. Because when people have such insider information, they write these articles in a way that doesn't make any sense to somebody who actually doesn't know what the answer is. Do you know what I I'm saying? I love that. Yes, I love that for a solution. 
right? Write it as if you have no idea about how to, how to do the thing. Exactly. Because <laughs> with all the insider information, it makes no sense to somebody who really doesn't have a clue about what to do to get from A to B to C. And then I often find sometimes when I do that, I'm reading the same, the same one like three or four times going, am I missing something? Because I've gotten to step four and then what it's supposed to do doesn't, it doesn't do that. And so exactly. now you're stuck like at step five going, oh, come on. Or what does this mean? It's like I, I had a, a small cardboard box many years ago. It was like this big. And it was going to be a tube cardboard box for my Mont Blanc pen because I needed to send it back to be repaired. And I took it over to my neighbor who had a seven-year-old. And I said, Alyssa, can you make this a box for this pen? She said, sure, Jackie. And she <laughs> she disappeared into her room. And five minutes later, she came out and she had the pen box with the little lid that came up. I could have sat there until today and never made that piece of cardboard a box for my pen. Absolutely. So some of us are good at some things. And I'm not good reading manuals and stuff. If I see somebody do it, I've got it forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and so... There are some do's and don'ts here, right? So if we're thinking about the first experience, you know, the do is to have people that are competent. Yeah. People that actually know the product and their the services. So that way you can really help someone without having to, you know, check with someone or to, uh, even if it's to give them a call back, which is perfectly fine. If you say, you know, let me look into this and right. I will give you a call back by two o'clock tomorrow. Um, that's perfectly fine. But when you have someone that's competent and confident, then as a customer, you know for a fact that this person is going to resolve your issue because they know exactly what they're doing. Right. You know, and I think that's a do for companies. Oftentimes it's the training aspect that allows your customer service representatives or really any person that is a part of that experience. Because we often talk about customer service is that interaction between the individual and the customer. But the experience is, is the entire thing. It's from you know the point of the customer first deciding, hey, I'm interested in getting X, Y, Z. And that initial contact to everything that happens until they receive the final item and then that follow-up that's the entire experience right and you know I, I was just gonna say i i i i don't want to paint this with a broad brush and i'm about to do that it just seems to me that recently over the last very few years that the level of customer service and what i mean by that is people who really care about what they're doing mm -hmm like what they're doing and they feel good about themselves and they feel good about what they're doing that sort of level of engagement and uh and interest in what you're doing for anybody seems to be different seems to be lower or or something i, I don't know what it is i don't know if people are overloaded or overwhelmed now, i'm not sure you know it's interesting that you say that because i think it's a little bit of both i think people are overwhelmed you know, we went from these these terms of the great resignation to the great reshuffle and where people are now at a point where they're like, you know what, I've relooked at my life and I've made a decision. Right. And so now they're, they're going into something else or doing something that they are more passionate about. And so we were left with this gap. 
right? There's a gap that exists in the customer service realm. And that's that service attitude, right? People that have a willingness to help, they want to be upbeat, they want to be positive, you know, to have a human connection. That's the gap that is existing that I see. I think that's right. In in companies now. And And one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to bring people's attention to that gap that is existing. And the second point of it is that customers now have limitless choices, right? Our choices are limitless. And so if you are that company, that business that is servicing us, if you want to have a differentiator in the market, in the industry that you are operating in, what sets you apart is how you create an experience. Yes, yes. It's that experience that gives people something to talk about, that allows them to either look if it's a bad review or it's a good review, they're going to talk about it. And, you know, far be it for companies to now think that achieving scores of satisfactory is good enough. Yeah, that's for sure. There, there's so much competition of equal value. You know, it didn't used to be that way. And there was a lot of competition, but if you were with a company that you really liked, you were there for a reason and it was generally a cut above, that is no longer true. There are so many people delivering such high value. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the differentiator is the customer service. It, it, it could be the price, but sometimes the price is even uh, almost the same. Yeah. You know, and the thing about price is that if price is your differentiator, there's always going to be somebody cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's always, <laughs> there's always going to be somebody that can make a better deal uh, at a cheaper price. And then we start talking quality and value. Right. right? And, and so I love the fact that the two experiences that you had, one is really about, heck, both of them are really about that professional image. Right. And a service attitude and really looking at your company as not just something that I am doing or not something that pays the bills, because I look at a lot of statistics and, uh, you know, statistics are that 33% of employees are disengaged. They're coming to work. They're, they're ah. going to promotions, right? They're filling in, you know, they're checking the boxes. They're That's how it feels. Yeah. Right. But are they engaged? Are they really there in the present? And oftentimes, it's not. And that's how we have this gap in the customer's experience. Yeah. And that's how we end up looking at, you know, other statistics that says billions of dollars are lost by companies because of poor customer service. And it doesn't have to be because customer service is fixable. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope that's true. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I believe it is fixable. It's it's um, when you think about where we are now, we have what I call a mulligan, right? When you think about the great reshuffle, what does that do for us? It gives us a do-over. Yeah, wow. And it gives us an opportunity to look at onboarding and, and reimagine what onboarding would look like if there was more focus on internal customer service, which then shows employees what customers feel when they are valued and appreciated. And so now they can then allow their customers to feel that way because they know how it feels. So I, I love the fact that we, we have a do-over opportunity here. 
and businesses that are looking at it in that regard and saying, wow, let's try to figure this out. Let's get this thing right. It's by listening to customers and, you know, keeping it simple, keeping it simple and not complicating the interaction. And, you know, whenever someone right. calls in to support, it's that first feeling of angst when you're like, oh, no, I got to call the company. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so I, I love the fact that you had this opportunity to come on and share. And I know, you know, they said again, right, the do's is the training. It's bringing people on board that really have a customer attitude. And that's some of that you have to have. You can't, you know, skills, you can you can train to skills, you can coach to skills. But to that friendliness and that nicety, you have to come to the table with some of with that. You do. It's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and then the don'ts that we're hearing would be don't um, create these core values for your employees to live by, but then nobody lives by them because then that becomes the standard is that there are no core values. And we're not really helping our customers, nor do we care to help the customers. And somebody somewhere along the way gave this poor person those seven links to give me. He didn't make that up. That was part of his, his package along the way, the options that he had if things weren't being resolved. So I think sometimes to take a step back and say, well, what, what is help and how do we really deliver that help? Because whoever yeah. thought that was a good idea, I, I just want to disabuse <laughs> them of that. <laughs> Who thought that sending me seven links? What? <laughs> exactly. It's like sometimes sending three links is like, really? Could you just give me an answer via email? Keep it simple, right? Which is what customers want. We want simple, right? non-complicated, um, easy, proficient, you know, all of those words that we <clears throat> that we utilize is truly what your customers want and what, you know, I always say that we are all customers at some point or another. We are customers in someone's business. We actually we absolutely are. Yeah. So what would you like that experience to be for you? Dr. Jackie, before before we leave, I've got some questions for you. These are some rapid fire questions and I don't want you to think a lot about it. Just off the top of your head. OK, I love so, this. All right. What makes for great customer service? Uh, somebody that is professional and knowledgeable and interested in my problem. Do you give referrals when you have a great experience? Yes, absolutely. Would you spend more for a better experience? Yes, and I shouldn't have to, and I would. Uh, what would make you stop buying from a business? Uh, if they were insulting or not nice, because wh wh whatever I was buying, I could get in 15 other places. You got it. And the last one, do you think businesses really review the customer's feedback and surveys? No. Uh, I think that if they do, they don't know how to interpret the data. And I think that there's probably too much data and that they don't know what they're looking for or how to interpret it. Thank you. I love it. Thank you so much. Listen, guys, this is 
the customer experience where customers come on and they spill the tea about their experience, rather it is good or rather it is a bad experience. The point of this is not to blast customers or to make, I'm sorry, to blast companies or to make companies feel bad about what they're doing, but it's just to open up the eyes by looking at something from a different lens. And if you have a story, one that you are like, oh my gosh, this is an amazing story. I really want people to know that there are companies out there that are doing it right. They're looking for above and beyond and they're delivering above and beyond. Then definitely connect with me. Go to the website at Rising and Shine, hit the podcast option. And then there is a button that says, be a guest. You have the opportunity to do that. And if you have had a bad experience when you are like, they could have done this and I would have been fine. We learn from errors. And so this gives us an opportunity to also hear what could have been a solution and what solution would you have appreciated and have accepted. So definitely connect with me. You can find us on Anchor as well as on Spotify. So until the next time, my friends, your goal in business is to create customers that create customers by giving them something to talk about. You've been listening to The Customer's Tea, where customers spill their experience. Until next time, let's give them something to talk about.